So what's it like to be a new kid in your children's ministry? Is it awesome or just okay? If you want to make sure that the kids in your ministry are having an incredible first experience, then stick around because that's what we're going to be talking about today on the Simple Kid Men podcast, episode 13. Hey gang, welcome back to the Simple Kid Men podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and boil it down to the things that matter the most. My name is Jason Byerly. I'll be your host for today. For any of you who are regular listeners to the podcast, I apologize that it has been a little while since I've talked to you last, but it was a crazy busy spring. Typically, I like to post a longer episode on the first of the month and a shorter Kidman Coffee Break episode on the 15th, but that was just not happening with the April and May I had. We had lots of great stuff going on at church, but because we are a multi-site church with four campuses right now, when we do a fifth grade celebration, for example, we do four of them, and part of my role is to hop around and try to help the campuses as much as possible to have a great experience, especially because this was a new event for us. And we had several things like that going on, including really amazing staff retreat that our church generously took us on where we had some time just to really refill our cups and recharge and spend time together as a staff team. But all of that takes time, as well as all the stuff I had going on at home with end of the year for school for two kids, and they were busier than I was, honestly. So we had a super busy spring, which did not leave much podcasting time, but now we are on summer vacation. Here we are on Memorial Day week, and I am happy to be back with you sharing a podcast that I've been working on for a long time, but have just not had time to record, but we're going to jump into it today. Today, we are going to be talking about how to make new kids feel welcome in our children's ministries. Now, we all know how important it is to make a great first impression on families. The first experience they have with our ministry really may determine whether or not they come back to church. Now, if we have families who are checking out faith for the very first time, we want to make it really easy for them to come back. Because the reality of it is that our competition isn't another church down the street. It's a family staying home and not engaging with church or faith at all. So today, we're going to be talking about how we can prevent that from happening by serving those families really, really well. Now today, we're going to focus in on serving the kids. And next time, in our next episode, we'll zero in on how we can take great care of their parents as well. Okay, let's get to it. Now, I'm going to need you to use your imaginations a little bit today. You're going to set the Wayback Machine to go all the way back to the time when you were a child. For some of us, that is a longer journey than for others of us. But I need you to go back there with me for a second. And I want you to think about what it was like to be the new kid. Now, maybe you were a new kid at a new school, a new kid at a new summer camp, or maybe a new kid at a new church. Whatever the case, being the new kid can be scary. You have to split up from your parents. You don't know any of the kids or adults, and you have all kinds of questions running through your head. What's this place like? What will you even do here? Will you make any new friends? Will the grown-ups be nice or grumpy? Will you like it or will you hate it? Now, it's up to us as children's ministry leaders to put those fears to rest. We need to do everything that we can to make sure that when kids visit our church, They feel welcome, 
safe, and loved. And so today we're going to talk about eight things we can do to help them feel just that. All right, here we go. Let's dive in. Number one, we need to create an inviting atmosphere. Think about your children's ministry space. Think about that area of the building in your church, the rooms. What does it look and feel like when you first walk in? Does your children's ministry look and feel like a place a kid would want to go? If not, how can you make it more inviting? You could try some simple things like playing upbeat music as kids arrive or having fun activities like Legos or Uno cards to play with before service starts. It can also help just to declutter and organize your space so that it looks like you're expecting company. Now, long term, you may want to think about what colors are on the walls. If you have the option to paint, paint with some awesome, amazing colors that kids would love. And if you can add any kind of kid-friendly theming and decor to the room, go for it. Maybe a really cool graphic up on the wall that has your children's ministry logo or something else that would draw kids in, maybe it's themed to the environment. But even if you don't have any money to spend on your rooms right now, um, there are some simple things you can do. I have a blog post with some really inexpensive ways you can spruce up your space to make it more kid-friendly. I'm going to link to that over at the show notes on the Simple Kidmen blog. Just click on the podcast tab and go to the show notes for episode 13, and I'll have that post right there. You don't have to spend a lot of money to make your children's ministry inviting. But if you have the money, then you can take things to the next level, of course. All right, let's talk about number two, put the right people in place. Now, here's the deal, guys. Simple children's ministry always comes back to great leaders. If you have great leaders, no matter what other circumstances you're dealing with, with your facility or your resources or anything else, you can do anything. Great leaders will make us or break us. Just think about this. A warm, friendly volunteer, they can make all the difference. The right leader knows how to connect with new kids and make them feel safe and loved. Now, everybody on your team doesn't have to have this amazing superpower, but at least one person needs to, and that's the person you want at the door helping new kids transition into your children's ministry rooms. All right, number three, get down on a kid's level. Okay, let's say you've made your room as inviting as possible, and you have some great volunteers in place. What can you or your leaders do to help kids feel comfortable? Well, one of the first things you can do is to get down on their level. I learned this lesson from my friend Brittany, who was a children's minister at a church down the road when I was an intern many moons ago. And I was walking down the hall in our church talking to her one day, and she ran into a little girl that she knew. And immediately, she dropped to one knee. The kid's face lit up because Brittany had just come into her world and made this little girl her entire focus. And here we are 20-some years later. I have not forgotten that lesson. Think about it. Kids spend most of their childhood looking up at adults, and they're looking up in a world made for big people. So when a new child arrives in your ministry, get down on one knee so you can welcome them face-to-face. Look them in the eye. Smile. Introduce yourself. Find out their name and let them know how glad you are they've come. Now, on the other hand, you don't want to come off as loud or pushy because some kids need more space than others. And that brings us to our next point. Number four, recognize the difference between introverts and extroverts. Now, God has wired every child to be unique and special, and every guest who visits your church is going to be somewhere on the spectrum between introversion and extroversion. Now, there can be a lot of misunderstanding about what that means, so let me try to make this as clear as possible. Introverts get their energy from being alone. Extroverts get their energy from being with people. 
The classic example is that introverts are battery powered. They get energized from their internal world and extroverts are solar powered. They get energized from their external world. Now, it doesn't mean that introverts don't like people. It just means that um, people are not going to be the thing that energizes them and it can be really hard going into a new situation. I myself am an introvert. Most people would not guess it because I'm pretty outgoing and talk a lot, <laughs> but I get drained from being around people for a while. So it's purely how you get your energy. And when I go into a new situation, I have a little bit bigger bubble um, than I than some of my extroverted friends who are just ready to go in and be the life of the party. So extroverted kids, they're going to want you to be in their face and be all fun and energetic when they walk into that room for the first time. Introverted kids are going to find this intimidating. I have seen kids almost frightened right out the door by well-meaning but overly enthusiastic children's leaders. Introverts aren't necessarily shy, they just need their space and they generally prefer one-on-one -on -one interaction to crowds. For an introvert, new social situations can be uncomfortable and draining. Take it from me. It's true. And please, whatever you do, do not call an introverted kid shy. That just calls more attention to them and embarrasses them and just makes their experience all that much more miserable. So don't do it. Don't call them shy. Don't call attention to them. Now, if you're an introvert yourself, like me, you may have to push yourself to be a little more fun and lively and make extroverted kids feel welcome. If you're an extrovert, you might need to tone it down a little bit so that you don't scare introverted kids away. Now, one of the biggest favors you can do for introverted kids is to give them something to do when they first walk into the room, something like a coloring page they can do on their own, or invite them to build with Legos uh, where they can kind of be with kids, but they don't have to like really interact like, you know, in their face. Um, or give them some other toy to play with, just something to give them some time to get comfortable in the room. One of the best things you can do for extroverted kids, however, is to talk to them, introduce them to new friends, and get them into the party. Now, that brings us to number five, which is introduce a new child to other kids. Now, it can be hard to visit a new place when you don't know anyone. So introduce guest kids to children in your environment that you know will be friendly and fun. Even your introverted kids eventually are going to need to make some friends. So after they've had some time to warm up, you want to introduce them and connect them with other kids. Now, if you really want to be awesome, you could prep some of your more mature kids ahead of time and let them know that you may be sending a new buddy their way during church. You may even want to have a rotation of kids who will serve as greeters who will also stick with new kids throughout the service. I mean, that's a pretty cool way for a kid to be able to serve another kid in your ministry. Okay, number six, show a new child something fun in the room. Now, here's another great way, one of my favorite ways to help new kids to feel welcome is to get their attention with something cool. If you have toys or cool activities out before service, ask the child if they'd like to play with Legos or color or do whatever it is you have for them to do. But here's a really even better one, I think. If you have any intriguing props or supplies for your lesson, Show them those and tell them you're going to do some fun stuff with them in a few minutes. I remember one day I was teaching in our preschool environment and we had this awesome robot prop on stage. There was this little guy whose parents were dropping him off for the very first time and he didn't want any part of it. He did not want to stay. So I just asked him if he liked robots and then I took the whole family in to see it. One look at that robot, his jaw dropped, he was in awe, and he completely forgot that mom and dad were even in the room. So I gave them a thumbs up, they gave me a thumbs up, we got this small group leader connected with this little guy, and then mom and dad were able to leave. 
peacefully and have a great first morning in church. So if you have something fun for your lesson, use it to your advantage to help reluctant kids like that realize that children's ministry is going to be a blast. Also, you might want to consider maybe having a guest bag to give to kids to help distract them from any separation anxiety or nervousness they might be experiencing. You can fill it with fun things like stickers, bracelets, or other goodies that would help them to feel special and just excited about staying for the day. All right, our next one is number seven. Keep track of new kids during the service. Now, this might be you, this might be a coach, this might be a small group leader, but you just wanna make sure that new kid is on someone's radar so that they can kind of watch and make sure they're having a great experience. You're gonna to wanna to watch and make sure the child is having fun and that they're engaged. You wanna make sure that they don't look left down or, they're, or if they need help, they know who to ask. You also uh, wanna make sure for younger kids, just keep an eye on them to watch for any separation anxiety. And you know, if they look sad or scared, intervene and try to distract them or include them in whatever's going on in the service. A kind word really might make the difference between a child making it to the end of church or you having to page a parent on their very first visit because their child was feeling homesick. All right, here we go. Last one, number eight. Finally, just make sure to check in with any new kids at the end of service. Ask them if they had fun. Ask them what was their favorite part. You can really learn a lot about what you're doing right or what you need to change in your ministry just by asking a kid with fresh eyes what they liked or didn't like. Also, it just can help them just to still feel welcome and engaged because somebody's talking to them at the end of service. Thank them for coming. Let them know how much you hope they'll come back next week. If you have any fun events or special services coming up, make sure you give them information about those as, as a way to just encourage them to come back for more fun. You know, you can tell them, hey, we have a carnival coming up in two weeks with bounce houses and face painting and we're giving away prizes. Really hope you can come back for that. It's going to be awesome. Here's a postcard you can give your mom. Okay, so those are the eight things that you can do to help new kids have an incredible first day in your children's ministry. But before we go, I want to remind you why this matters. I mean, why is this so important? Well, a few years ago, this became a really personal thing for me because I had some friends who visited our church for the very first time and I had no idea they were coming, but I just happened to be serving in their kindergarten sun environment that day. I was standing there at our guest check-in table when they walked in and I was blown away and so excited, so happy that they were there and just really started praying that they would just have a great day at church. So I kind of kept an eye on them throughout the service, tried to follow a lot of the advice that I just gave you in this podcast. And I was hanging out with him at the end of service when his mom arrived and really just anxious to help them all have a smooth first day at church and get checked out and on their way easily. Now, when she came over to pick up her son, she asked him two questions that I knew would probably determine whether or not they came back to church for a second time. Here's what she said. She said, did you have fun? And do you want to come back? And I held my breath waiting to see what he would say because I knew that how he answered those questions would probably determine what happened next Sunday. And thankfully, he answered yes to both. He said he had fun and he wanted to come back. And now that entire family has been coming to our church for about three years. This little guy's dad ended up getting baptized because of it. And now his mom serves almost every week in children's ministry. What an incredible win for God's kingdom. So excited that they're there. Such an awesome family. And I am so thankful that he had a great first day. And so there are a lot of kids who are going to be coming through our doors. And their families need to have a great first day too because so much is riding on it. 
So never underestimate how important it is for a new child to have an amazing first day, not just for the child's sake, but really for the entire family. I mean, ultimately, we want kids to have an incredible experience because Jesus loves them, and we just want to help them to know Jesus and know his unstoppable love. And that brings us to our verse for the day. In Mark 9, 37, Jesus said, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me. Now, our simple takeaway today is welcome kids in Jesus' name. Now, in our next episode, we're going to talk about how to make a parent's first day just as awesome as their child. So make sure you tune in for that. And don't forget that you can find more info on this episode over at simplekidmen.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click on episode 13. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you have an awesome week welcoming kids in Jesus' name. I'll see you next time. to make a parent's first day just as awesome as their child's. So make sure you tune in for that. And thanks for listening. Don't forget that you can find more info on this episode over at simplekidmen.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click on episode 13. Hope you guys are off to a great summer if you are listening to this when it just first comes out. And if you're listening to this later down the line, I hope you're having a great season whenever it happens to be. Have a great week. Welcoming kids in Jesus' name. All right, let's try that. Now, in our next episode, we're going to talk about how to make a parent's first day just as awesome as their child. So make sure you tune in for that. And don't forget that you can find more info on this episode over at simplekidmen.com. Just go to the podcast tab and click on episode 13. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you have an awesome week. Welcoming kids in Jesus' name. I'll see you next time. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you have. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you have a great week welcoming kids in Jesus' name. I'll see you next time.